Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We're live at the Men's Tea Clinic in Frisco off of 121 in Independence. But there's been a lot of people here. There's all kinds of specials popping at the other Men's Tea as well. We would just like it if you come here and see us and get your tea checked and everything like that. Yes. And I need to turn on my microphone. Yes, and you do. They're giving like really cool things away. There's like peptides, a a one year in body composition analysis at the end of the show. So they're going to you come in here, you sign up. Uh, I believe you have to be here at 155-ish. Okay. Uh, and you can get some really cool uh, gifts for coming okay. and seeing us tea through Men's Tea Clinic. You there could you get Mike. I guess if you can sign yes. you can sign up if you're a woman and then give it to your man. Yeah, definitely give it to your Mark man. Mark that. Right now, it's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Hey, what, what were they talking about the nose spray, Mike? There's a nose spray? Yeah, there's a nose spray so for the ladies. So there's a nose spray. But it's it's for men like it's it's kind of a the best way to describe it it's like a Vi- Viagra nose spray. Interesting, huh? I might need to check this out on my way uh, th- this afternoon yeah. just to see what's going kids on. Kids are there. at school now, right? Yeah, kids are at school. Oh my Speaking of, that was an interesting morning. <laughs> uh, that was a very interesting morning uh, getting the kids to school. Uh, Avery had track really early. Lucy had to be at school at like seven thirty. Carter at like eight. Uh, so we, we were able to get it all done. I think we have a good flow going. It's definitely going to be different whenever we're back in studio because yeah. I wasn't as close, and I was like, I can just leave whenever yeah. I want. But thanks, guys, for letting me miss Crosstalk. I was glad I was able to make it for the first segment you today. You might need to talk the- to Sean. He sounded like his feelings were kind of Oh, I texted him that. and told him, though. Okay. And then I sent him a picture of the uh, of the, Okay, yeah, yeah, the he showed us shard. that. Did That's you right. see that yes, thing? Yes, I did. You don't even know what that was. It was I like don't somebody either. was playing jacks in the middle of the street or something. You remember jacks? I do. Do you have an enemy? Uh... No, I don't think so. Okay, who would be my enemy? Uh, if 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 like who do you Eric? think? Carter. Eric, do you follow? No, Eric, the enemy. Oh, okay, that's a good one. I, I like think that, it'd be Mike. Carter. Carter, my son, Carter. Nope. Oh, our Carter. Yep. We talked it out. Okay. We got it, and he he did text me earlier, and I was like, "Hey, jerk, can you please get on the Zoom right now?" <laughs> and I was like, "Man, I may have misread that, Kevin. Uh-huh. It looks like it was probably nicer than that." All right, a couple things I want to get to. Uh, there was a, my big question is 877-881-1053. If somebody was, who was blind beat you in Street Fighter, what would your next move be? 877-881-1053. But before we get to that, Mike. I think they're not blind. The Rangers, the Rangers aren't starting Corey Seager today. And this is frustrating. Okay, but you made it sound like he was hurt again. How are we going to win all the games if our best hitter isn't in the lineup? 
We've got to win all the games. But they do have Leody Tavares and Sam Huff hitting fifth and sixth, well, respectively. Well, second and third for the Athletics. So that's that's an Oakland A's lineup right there. They're like, hey, JV scrubs. I, today it's Simeon leading off, Jankowski, Loe, Garcia, Tavares, Huff, Grossman, Smith, and Duran. So that's the lineup for today. I mean, it Better is a little bit game. tough right now when you do give a guy like Seeger a day off and you're trying to keep him healthy with the injury he's coming off of. The other thing, too, is he hasn't run as hard as usual throughout this season, but you have to understand that. He had a major hamstring injury early in the year. So it's like he does run hard. If he knows he needs to score from second base, he'll go for it. But I think he's doing a good job of keeping his hamstring healthy throughout this year because of what happened earlier in the year. But when you do have Young and Heim out of your lineup and you take Seager out, well, now it does look a little – sparse from what you're used to when you have a hundred percent healthy lineup but i still think they have a good chance of beating oakland today the the other thing kevin i know uh bochi did tell us yesterday that everything was looking really good with jonah i yep. do believe it was evan grant said bochi bochi spoke even later about it and said 10 out of 10 what they saw in the uh in the in the cage so yes. that's uh that's a good quality thing to hear about that the did we want to get to the rug situation right now? Yeah, because man. we definitely can, let's, and that's that's very interesting. Let's mix it up. All right. Is, all right, look, I'm gonna preface this by saying sometimes I get agitated and get in arguments with people and they're like, Oh, like you've never done anything wrong. I have done a lot of bad stuff in my life. I feel like I've been pretty open about all of that. You didn't bad go to stuff. the media party. I didn't go to Even the media Mike party. Went. I got arrested for shoplifting when uh-huh. I was a kid. I had a baby out of wedlock. There's plenty of stuff you can ding me on. You like, smashed your sister's um, thing. Her gumball machine. Her gumball she machine. threw the gumball machine, yeah. which is reckless. Mm-hmm. I just didn't catch it. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, my sister and you my puff mom painted still black blame top me for into, that. Your, into your driveway. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't think you poured that, was that bad. coke on that kid in the theater. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, we uh, might need a whole nother segment for all of the dumb stuff that I've done in my life. And so I do. Deserve, I do think that you know I'm I'm an advocate for the second chance, but sometimes. I think we're really lenient on what counts as a second chance, and we can agree that this is a terrible thing. Is Henry Ruggs was sentenced today for the incident where he was driving 156 miles an hour while drunk, slammed into a car, and killed a person. He got three to ten years in prison. Now, initially, he was facing a 50-year sentence in prison, but part of the sentence was negotiated down as part of a plea deal that he pled guilty to one count of DUI resulting in death and one count of misdemeanor vehicular manslaughter. I don't know. Like, I'm just, I feel like maybe our our justice system doesn't, I don't know, I don't think properly punishes on certain things, like sometimes sexual assault comes up, but DUI, I think, is another one. And if you kill somebody and they're like, yeah, you could probably, you, you might be able to get parole in three years. I think that's crazy. I don't, I'm, not, I'm kind of, I'm not sure or certain how they negotiated that down that's that's, that's where I'm a like, great that's a good question i'm confused like how like what was the what was the conversation of negotiating down to that after this like this person's dead forever like they're they're dead yeah. for life and this guy's gonna this guy maybe it's a second chance that they're hoping and that, that nothing else goes wrong and he can be an advocate and all those things but like i know his career's done like that's the thing kevin his is his it? Cre- well three years i don't if think it's, it is if it was only three years yeah like and that's the thing because is a second chance Baylor doesn't case. mean you I mean, get to live yeah. out your dream job. I, I you, 
You might no, be right. No, no, no. But at, but at 27, I wouldn't rule that out. And that's if he gets paroled in three years. And I, I know there's a lot that goes yeah, into that. We saw that. Dante Stallworth. He, yeah. was, he, he got back yeah, into the NFL. He a- absolutely could. And that's just wild to me to think about, like, hey, let's say all that comes to pass. I know this is several years in the future. But, like, how does that family feel that day when they're like, hey, Henry Ruggs is back in the NFL. It's been all these years. What a neat story. But like, they, I wonder I mean, how that family feels. No, horrible. And I, I know this is tough because it's one of our own. Um, Matt Bush. I mean, we brought him back to Major sure. League Baseball. Now, did he kill? Did no, the guy no. was paralyzed. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's always tough because then when they do come to your team. So, let's just say, I know you will be upset about this, Kevin. I'm just going to assume yeah. three years from now, the Cowboys sign Henry Ruggs to uh, a small contract to see if he can still play. Like, they try him out, they like what they see, and they bring him into camp to compete for, you know, one of the last wide receiver positions. That's going to be a big story oh, for in sure. camp, and it's going to be brought as a positive story. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I would love – because we actually got the chance to talk – to Matt, Matt Bush, Bush yep. which was an interesting experience. I'm not going to say it changed my mind on what happened or anything like that, but I do appreciate hearing his perspective. I, I At some point, like I realize it's not right now, but I would love to hear Henry Ruggs' position on it. And you always want to see what that person does for like the community that they harm. For example, I know there are people out there who will never, ever, ever forgive Michael Vick for his involvement in dogfighting. And I I understand the people that feel that way. I will also say he has done so much more. How many years did he have to go to prison? It feels like it was, I'm going to double check on that. It feels like it's more than this, right? I'm going to be on, like, hey, this is my opinion. You can hate me for it or whatever. 21 months. Okay. Okay, so it's a little bit But it felt, I guess in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, was that more than three years? He did. Look, it wasn't good. What he did wasn't good. And and but like he did that. Yeah, and we're gonna say, oh, you know what? You killed a person one more year. Yeah, and it's that. I, like I, I understand what you're saying. There is at least in the aftermath, he did all kinds of work with these animal shelters and with right. different places, and did a whole bunch of talks. And I know people will be like, that was court ordered. Not all of it was court ordered. And again, if you don't forgive Michael Vick, I totally understand that. But at least I appreciated the attempt to advocate is if Henry Ruggs, let's say he does get paroled, he does get out. I would love to see him become an advocate for Mothers Against Drunk Driving or whatever your particular charity in question is and try to do something great with his life that has nothing to do with sports. You know, and if you'll do me a favor, and this has been a very happy and positive day out here yeah, at Men's T. It's been pretty awesome. No, no, don't be sorry about it. But if you wouldn't mind, Kevin, you're very passionate about this for a reason. Sure. Could you please sure. share with our audience if they haven't ever heard this before, why you're so passionate sure. about this? And I don't think this is an experience that you need to share to like understand right. how messed up this is. But I'm willing to bet that probably everybody listening right now has a friend or a family member or a friend of a friend or something that's been impacted by DUI one way or another is I had a friend that I went to high school with, Angela, and she got killed on 635 because they were on the side of the road. Interestingly enough, we were trying to, we were talking about this earlier, trying to change a tire, which as we've discussed on the highway can be exceedingly perilous. And a drunk driver smashed her up against the wall. She died. And like, you don't need that kind of, sorry for bringing it down. You don't need that kind of experience 
to understand, but yeah. like it just it's amazing some of the decisions yeah. we all made. And people are affected in different ways if our country decided, which it's already made its decision. It's not going to change. If they're like, no, it's the death penalty. If you drive while under the influence of drugs or alcohol and you kill somebody, we kill you. I guarantee you a lot of people would think twice about getting behind the wheel. Yeah. They're like, dude, if I accidentally kill somebody or it happens in your family, whether it's an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, a brother, a sister, whoever it is, and they end up getting the death penalty for making the mistake of going out and drinking too much and then driving and killing somebody. And now their life is literally over that they go into death row. Yeah. A lot of people in that family are going to go, gosh, I think the consequences are too much, but that's the consequence. I'm damn sure I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. But like when the consequences are this, it kind of for let's just take athletes in general. Now, look, this is tough. He probably ruined his career. You're there's probably right. There's a small right percentage that. Yeah. that he comes back, but at 27, there's a possibility his draft status, what people have on his scouting report, if he stays somewhat healthy in prison and comes out of prison still looking like a wide receiver, uh, then there's a possibility of coming back. But there's a little bit of if he comes back and makes something of his life and has a five-year career uh, in the NFL. I don't know how much deterrence that is of driving drunk. Yeah. 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 No, that's a really good point, Mike. The uh, the other thing I just saw, we I know we got Jared coming up here in just a yeah. little bit. We'll have yeah, a conversation yeah. with him. Uh, Evaldi is throwing his bullpen today, Mike. That's exciting. And Heim will continue to uh, – he'll face some live pitching in San Francisco. Okay. So we'll wait to hear more about that. But we get to talk about that with Jared. Coming up here in the pregame show as we got pregame for Rangers. Rangers yeah. start at 237 today out in Oakland. Sorry about that, Corey. I know you had a super fun topic and – tangent and off of that to something not so fun well kevin that's why it's not just my show it's our show <laughs> i don't know Did it's we the have that tolo drop? show i've heard it's the cory major i had yeah i have claimed it to be the cory major show all right so blind warrior spin managed to win a match at a professional uh street fighter tournament now, Mike, Amazing. this is not like actually just like, you know, putting the wraps around his hands. This is him playing this is video, video game games. The game Street Fighter. <laughs> not, it's Street Fighter yeah, 6. I know what Street Fighter is. They, it's, a, they have, it's a great game to waste time on <laughs> in your life. So. Well, he won, a t- he, he won a match in a tournament. I don't know how, what he gets for that. But he, uh, they have audio no options. They have audio options that allow you to hear different things, like how far away the guy that you're fighting is and stuff like that. So I've seen, like on Fortnite, they have Ooh. visual effects that show you, like my kid plays, and he yeah. was like, you need to turn visual effects on. I was like, why? And he was like, because of this. So that if you're, if you're deaf, you can see what's going on. You can see sound. And so he can hear certain sounds that you can't hear maybe while you're fighting. And oh. so he gets the dub. And I, I was like, I saw one guy saying, I'm never going to touch the sticks again if this happens. But I do have to give that dude, uh, like, I got to tip my cap to him because that's you're an absolute beast for winning and being blind and playing a video game. That is awesome human spirit right there at the same time. See, that is impressive. I feel like, well, I'm not good at video games to begin with. But then I would be like, I hope this guy wins. And I would be also like, hold on. Mm-hmm. Is that guy really blind? Oh, you're th- you're questioning it now? Yeah. Hold be- on. He's wearing a blindfold no. in the picture, Kevin. Hold on. What? He's had, look, here's the picture right here. And the pop-up from the crowd afterwards is amazing. But the dude is literally, he's wearing a blindfold on top of, see, he's got his hands up in the air. And he's got a, blind, he's got a blindfold okay. on. Let me just ask you. And the other guy that he beat, it just looks like, oh, my gosh, what happened? Why? <laughs> 
you see, but I'm sorry. I really am not sure. Why does he need a blindfold then? I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. I just know that he is. So, like, even if you think he's not blind, now he's like, look, I'll double down on you. I'll show you. I think, I think I've learned a lot over the years is through Obi-Wan, not through Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan is the difference between like I used to, especially when I was growing up, I was thinking of blind as like this really simplistic view of you can't see anything mm-hmm. versus legally blind versus different levels of like sliding scale of you, your deteriorating eyesight and everything like that. So I guess maybe the blindfold does make sense from that perspective. That just seems rude then. But you've you also watched a lot of Daredevil. OK, and does that and make that's you think thing. that like you have superhuman like senses now? With ben Affleck. And then Some, he changed to be Superman. No, like, Batman. Uh, he went to Batman. That's Batman. Oh, he's, he's, that could be a flash. segment for a future day. <laughs> whatever his name was. What movie or TV show gave you unrealistic expectations of how the world worked? Because Daredevil in the Netflix show, he is more coordinated than any human in the world. Yes. And I'm like, he's I feel it. like that sets up an unrealistic oh, standard. Yeah, he's got those sticks. That, is it sticks that he uses? What are they? Those? He doesn't have size. He no, have they're nunchucks. not size. But it's also like part of Flash his. Flash was blind running that fast. Dude, that yeah. would be tough. He'd run into a wall. Oh, that would hurt. Yeah. That, that, that would be incredible. Could a wall stop? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Daredevil and Flash have similar costumes, right? Yes. Just because they're both red? They're red and they go from top to bottom. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. But there's the devil things. They're the devil horns. They have like a skull cap or something. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He's right. I don't know why y'all are laughing at him. He's right. Okay, I just... I didn't think of like, hey, you saw the Flash, right, with the skull cap on, and then you started running. I guess that's just not what immediately jumped to mind. From the 817, my wife beat me in uh, Tekken once, and I traded the game in the next day at GameStop. So, like, that's the kind of, yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Look, I'm just deleting the game. We all, have, we all have an excuse. The real reason is I wasn't good enough, and that dude whipped my ass. But in the moment, I'm like, this controller's broken, or it didn't do what I told it to. From the I, 612, why blindfold? Did you see the final dodgeball match, Kevin? Okay. Of course you want to do it that way. You want to show people. Can you imagine really throwing a wrench at somebody? <laughs> yes. I th- remember I threw a wrench into the wall and it stuck. Yeah. And so, like, it stuck there. And so I would just put it back every once I mean, in a you're while. breaking bones <laughs> if it hits. Sure. I, I'm inclined to agree with or that. Or taking somebody's eye out. Yeah. And then, is it okay if I bring it back down for just a quick oh half a second? Oh, my gosh, Kevin. Dude, because people shared their stories. And I, it's just, this is really really amazing to me that people chose to share their stories from the 469. 
Golly. My wife and grandchild were run over while walking to the store by a drunk driver with multiple offenses. He got seven years. That is crazy. The 972. Had a friend get hit and killed by a drunk driver while changing a tire. Also had a friend lose his 10-year-old brother riding with his drunk uncle. And from the 214, my friend was hit by a truck while riding his bicycle on Christmas night and died on New Year's Eve. It's just, first of all, I appreciate people being willing to share those stories. And then you see some of the sentences that come with it. And yeah. it is just shocking. And it also shows you like how many people have been affected by this somehow, some way. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, I promise we'll perk it back up live from Men's Tee off of 121 right here in Frisco is the return of Texas Rangers prices right. Give us your predictions for Gumby and anything else in today's game. 877-881-1053. We'll get that going next right here on The Fan. 65 RBIs for Corey this year. And here's another blast deep out into right center field. Blade and Ruiz are at the wall. They look up and it is gone. Corey Seager with his 19th home run of the year. Leading off the seventh inning here tonight, he gives Texas a 5-1 to one lead. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. The Texas Rangers currently riding an eight-game winning streak. Just as longest an aside. Of the year. Yes, that's right. Longest of the year. Take How that, awesome Oakland. is that? No, it is awesome because Oakland had a seven-game winning streak, and somehow they had a longer winning streak this year than the Rangers that is, have had. It's crazy to look at. By the way, we're at Men's Tee in Frisco off of 121 at Independence, and we're going to be doing some giveaways right at the – or the Men's Tee is going to be doing some giveaways right at the end of our show. It's crazy to see their record, Mike, and think that that includes a seven-game seven winning streak. Like, how is that even possible? This is – I know that it's recency biased. This is the worst baseball team I have ever seen For in the sure. Oakland Athletics this year in 2023. Now, obviously, I think history will record them as one of the worst teams. I, I, I can yes. remember there was a Detroit Tiger team in recent memory. It might not be in the last five years, but maybe there was a Tigers team that lost 110 or more games, like didn't get to 50 wins. That was really bad, too. But I just don't remember watching them play, Yeah, you know, as much or at least as recent as this one. But this is a horrible team. It doesn't mean they can't beat you that today. Tigers team went 47 and 114. And this is going to be right around that number. Yeah. My bad. You also, you do know the, the longest winning streak for the Rangers? In history? My yeah. son asked oh, me ever? that. I don't know. I do know it. I just happen to, like, I remember Hol it specifically. I think it's, like. 13 or 14 you were close it's 14 okay when you said well, 13 though that's when you were wrong and when when did that when did that happen do you uh, recall yeah man okay okay you should have had more information <laughs> i just know i know it's 14 you forgot to turn on your mic and you didn't have all the information you needed to really knock this one out of the park. Give me, give me uh, just a second. Okay. It's not very difficult to find. So we decided. 91. That was 91. Okay. I think that was the Dean Palmer, like, when his arm rolled up oh. his sleeve, by the way. See, not. I'm not glad you said that. <laughs> I'm glad that you said the other thing about 91 because I, I was thinking, I remember that being when I was in a kid, when I was a kid, but definitely aware yeah. Yeah, of I was all too. things sports because I remember they started showing graphics and stuff, and they're yeah. like, hey, here's what ranks all time. And at the moment, it felt like, as we see someone wearing a Rangers hat, mm -hmm. it felt like a live-or-die thing that you got to break that record. I realized, like, Bruce Bochy's like, I don't give a damn about that. I want to win series, gain ground. But at the time, 
we were up to 12. And I was like, oh, we got to set the record, you know, because it just yeah. felt like if you lost, it was the end of the world. As opposed to now, I'm like, hey, keep gaining ground on the rest of the AL West. Keep playing quality baseball. I'm good. Yeah, and I think that was, like, to start the season, too. Like, you were in the, in the beginning of a season. Earlier in the year. And I just remember my dad being really excited about it. You know, it was one of those things that he was reading it in the newspaper because we had multiple newspapers back then. And he was reading That's it, right. and he was like, this is exciting. And, and I got excited with him. And that's like that was my era, the you know the late eighty eighty eight era, sure. uh, all the way through ninety six was whenever we were at our peak watching Rangers baseball. It okay. was like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. most fun for me. Now we're gonna bring back Rangers prices, right, Alec? I didn't prepare for you for this. I don't know if there's any chance that you could find this intro from years and years ago. If not, don't <laughs> worry about it. But we used to have a Rangers Price is Right intro. But basically, give us your prediction about a specific player or thing that you think is going to happen in this game from the 2-1-4. Monty is pitching a no-hitter against the double-A athletics. <laughs> I freaking love it, man. I, I jinxed it yesterday. My son came in, and I go, hey, Jake, I know we're only in the fourth inning. Max Scherzer has a no-hitter. Okay, good. I'm glad you jinxed it. Start off <laughs> but you wouldn't inning. want him to stay out all those nine innings, right? Yesterday? If he had a no-hitter, yes. Because okay. he, he only had like 80, 89. 89 pitches. So there was a point. I was counting pitches early in the game, and I was like, dude, we're we're like uh, four innings in. He's only got 33 pitches. I, I'm like, this is great. I would give a guy 120, maybe even 125 in a no-hit situation. Yeah, and okay. he, I think the pitcher wants it. You know, they want that moment. Now, obviously, you're chasing something more important than his individual yeah. award. Yeah. But I think Mac, Max Scherzer, like, yeah, he's the kind of guy that would be like, you do you, – you know your body better than us. You, like, you let us know what's going on here. Is, isn't it interesting even in today's game, like, because guys don't do it too much. Framber had a horrible – I won't say horrible. I think he did go seven innings and gave up six runs. But, like, he went We're from just not, yeah. no hitter, just walked one guy, to the next game, struggled. Now, Baltimore has a good lineup. But it's just interesting, to Kevin's point, if you do push a guy a little bit, not that you're making him go out there. Like, I'm going to want to punch you in the face, Kevin, if you're my manager and I have a no hitter after eight <laughs> innings. You're like, hey, that's enough. You're at 93 <laughs> pitches. I'm like – my ass, I'm at 93 pitches. I'm only at 93 pitches through eight innings. Give me the ball. If a guy gets on base, if I give up a hit, take me out of the game. Is but your, give me yeah. the chance to have history here. I'm not Nolan Ryan. I don't have six of these suckers. Yeah. <laughs> is Johan is Santana kind of the poster yeah. child for that? I'm yeah. not saying, like, yeah. that alone is the only but, reason that ran his career, but it didn't help. To, to, to your point. If a person has a no-hitter through six innings and they've thrown 100 pitches, I'm like, dude, you're it not making your it day. nine innings. Yeah, it yeah, ain't yeah. happening. So I think they understand great that, job. too. Yeah. But, like, if, if I'm at 100 pitches through eight, give me a chance. All right. I'm so proud of Alec. I believe he has found our Texas Rangers Price is Right this. intro from I don't even know how many years ago. Fire it off. It's Rangers Price is Right. Corey Majors, come on. I'm here. I'm here. Hagelin, We're going to have to update this, Mike. I'm not going to lie. You and the fan fans oh, are the and Mike. <laughs> Mike. The price is right. That's why Masterpiece. That's how I want to do that. I want to take the and Mike Basic and the KNC Masterpiece. <laughs> I want that part to be in there from now on. That's our low-key revenge <laughs> for the promo <laughs> leading into this is 
The Rangers win. The Rangers will win this game for the 8-1-7 in the first five innings. And what I like about this, Grossman has one hit. Now, usually in these predictions, they're like, hey, Corey Seager. I know Corey Seager's out today, but I, there's going to be like, he's going to go four for four with three home runs. This one is very specific. Robbie Grossman is going to have one hit. <sighs> okay, listen, I need to get this out there because I did, I did text it to you guys the other day. And I was like, it was when Robbie Grossman fell on his face. And, and that got counted as a and hit. And that got counted as a hit. And I know, Mike, that you're like, you always get I don't though. care. It's yeah. should have been an it error. Just, if you're a pitcher, though, yeah. Yeah. That isn't was, that annoy the you crap out of you? I'll call it a running that, error. That's, that's a, what I'll that's call it. That's a tough one. It's like a two-hopper to an infielder, though. And they're like, oh, that was way too difficult to play for a guy making millions of dollars to play baseball. But he does have three doubles in the last two games. And, like, that's, okay. that's something that I can get on board with. If you're going to keep putting doubles up against the A's, then I'll let you keep playing, and Evan Carter can wait. All right. Although I really want to see Evan Carter now. From the 8-1-7, the Rangers will score more than 6.5 runs. Now, for a second, I thought it said more than 65 runs, which I understand because it is against the Would you believe it, Mike, if they scored 65 tonight? No. Okay. Even if you said 20, I will go no. Okay. Well, 10, I think they can score 10. You know what, Mike? Let me ask you this. What's more likely? They score 65 runs or this? The Rangers win going away, but the team bus with their uniforms gets stolen and they're forced to play San Francisco in street clothes on Friday. 65 runs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, you had to really think about that one, too. Well, I'm just like, I mean, all they're going to do is take the gear yeah. uh, and they are going to then take the bus over to San Francisco. I don't know the giant schedule if they're on the road or at home right now. And they're going to wash the clothes and then hang them up in the everybody's locker. And that's I don't feel like it can get stolen. What if they take all the uniforms though? They off are the in bus? Oakland. I okay. will say this. But you <laughs> also have out of all the places <laughs> no. that somehow you're gonna get all of your jersey stolen. That's Oakland is a great place. Or if you're playing the White Sox. But I feel you like also there's, there's have a day places. off. South Couldn't side of Chicago or Oakland, yeah. you have a great chance of losing your jerseys from getting it stolen. Couldn't we get the jerseys here on your off day? You don't play tomorrow. We can't figure so, out a way to get a plane out here with some uh, new gear. Look, man, we see how many delays there are on American Airlines. It's, oh. it's tough right now. Okay. From the 214, Duran will have a home run. The Rangers will have 19 hits and score nine runs. I love it. The 817, Corey Seager will pinch hit home run after the seventh to give the Rangers the lead. And from the 214, nothing about Robbie Grossman, but Rex Grossman <laughs> will throw a touchdown. No, he won't. From the, no, he won't. From the 817, I hope this is because the game is not competitive. Rangers win, but Adolis goes 0 for 4 because he's just trying to swing for the fences right now. He has gotten a little that big is this a last game. When, watching yesterday because he struck out a few times. I was like, God, he's a little big right now, as in like swinging too Which big, we talked about with Duran right. with Bochi, right? So... I tell you what, for my price is right, don't be negative, Mike, don't be negative. Why do I not have a great feeling about today? I don't you know. Tell me. Cool. Because Corey, we haven't you had a flat sweeping. tire. Did you not know what my do name I, was for a second there, <laughs> I forget. He was about to call you Dawson. Corey. I just, I don't know, for some reason. I got the flat tire fixed. Here's what could happen. We could have what happened in the first game couple things happen early but guess what tire fix i was here by the time the show started so i think everything so they're gonna, gonna fall behind it might be a one of those okay. where we're trailing early but it's, jordan montgomery just sticks with it we have a better pitcher and the bats come back alive it is a lot easier to score runs 
in Oakland on a day game than it is a night game. By the way, this is awesome music you guys put together. <laughs> this is that <laughs> guy climbing up the... That's from, yeah, from yeah. the, the, yeah, the and mountain And you don't want him to go over because then he plunks yeah. to the ground. Yes. Give Waddle, over give Waddle some credit lose. here, man. Waddle, Waddle built this for us a long okay. time ago. Because it sounds like I'm in a Six Flags line to ride like... <laughs> It's a small world. A runaway or train or something. And then from the 903, when you do over-under in baseball, why would there be a .5? Wouldn't you just say six? Because Vegas wants to avoid a push. So they like to put the half on there. It's the same thing with yardage and wins and everything to try to avoid pushes. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's baseball time in Texas, so we will talk with our Rangers insider, Jared Sandler, right here on your home of the Rangers and the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. We are live out at Men's Tea Clinic off of 121 in Independence. Been having a blast here all day, getting to see so many Tolos, Twolos. People brought food, Legos. It's been an extravaganza right now. Let's connect with Jared Sandler. Jared, the Texas Rangers have won eight games in a row, so I imagine you're feeling pretty pumped. Pretty fired up about it. A lot of fun to watch. Like good baseball. Would have been nice if the Orioles didn't blow a lead last night to the Astros, but those things happen. And the Rangers keep winning, so all good there. When you say watch – sorry, Mike. Yeah, go ahead. When you say watch good baseball, (laughs) do you mean like half a good baseball? Because, you know, Oakland. Yeah, you know what? I'll give Oakland some credit. You know, the first game of the series, I thought they played well. It was a a good, clean game yesterday. Uh, Maybe not as much. But, yeah, I mean, it's tough here i mean five thousand people reported attendance uh definitely not even that many who actually uh are in the building it's it's definitely a different scene and you know i i always think about this through the lens of like a kid a, a young ace fan you know not only does his or her team stink but they're about to leave like you know matt always talks about growing up a senators fan when they left and went to uh to the metroplex and how much that crushed him and i, I just I feel bad for those kids because they have zero control over this. You know, they're not the ones yeah. that are deciding whether or not to support their team. It's all about, uh, you know, parents and, and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it, it is tough to watch this group. There's just not a whole lot of, of talent on this roster. I was actually talking to an Oakland Athletics fan in Oxnard. He was one of the security guys there. Oh, yeah. And I said, are you going to follow them to Las Vegas? And he said, yeah, I'll still be an A's fan even when they go to Vegas. So I always think that's interesting because do you decide to become a Giants fan? Or is that like a rival because it's across the bay? And I always think it's really tough if a team leaves. You just quit the sport. Some people probably just quit the sport. Like, I'm not a fan anymore of this. They're a fan of the laundry. Like, I'm done. They they left my city, and I'm not going to become a fan of them, and I'm not going to become a fan of the rivals that I've rooted against this whole time. Yeah, I think that's, a, that's an interesting question. I, I don't know. I've asked a lot of A's, whether it's employees or fans, what they're going to do. And, like, for the employees, they got to decide whether they gonna, they're going to stay here in the, the Bay Area and not work for the A's or go to Vegas. And, and then there are oh, people yeah. who are still holding out hope, you know, that Whoa. maybe the A's 25th hour end up staying here. So it'll be interesting to follow. They are? No, people don't really think that's going to happen, though, right? I, I, I think there's some people. So what I was told is – that it's not impossible uh it would it would almost certainly require john fisher their owner sell the team uh it's not impossible and that you know i asked well aren't there binding agreements in place and you ask anyone tied to the a's and they'll tell you well there have been binding agreements in place for 27 different things the last decade and none of those things actually ended up uh being executed so there's always a, a legal way out of it but yeah i mean i don't think that 
there's as much possibility as remember when the Kings almost left Sacramento and they were kind of saved to the last second. I think that one had way more of a possibility uh, to be saved than this does. Uh, but I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility. Jared, we, uh, Mike and I watched Jordan Montgomery's first game on the airplane as we were coming in, and I watched Scherzer's game while we were in Oxnard, and I came away you know, yesterday going into it going eight innings from Scherzer. I think he's going to be dominant. You know, it's the A's and everything. But after watching Jordan Montgomery's first one, like what is, what's a good expectation? What do you want to see from him tonight? Because I'm really excited to see him go again. Yeah, I mean, he's just – I hate to say it's like – it's really good production that's not sexy, but that's kind of like, you know, with Scherzer, you got the strikeout numbers and, you know, the allure of Max Scherzer. And, you know, with Nathan Avaldi, you got a guy hitting, you know, mid to high 90s. And obviously DeGrom is DeGrom when he's healthy and whatnot. But, you know, with Montgomery, he just, he pitches. Like, he is a really good pitcher from a strategic, intellectual standpoint. And he's got good stuff. What was interesting about his last start is he threw almost as many cutters in his last start, which was his first with the Rangers, as he had thrown all year in his previous starts combined with the Cardinals. So, you know, I don't know if that's a Mike Maddox thing, if it's a, a you know, a strategic uh, thing from the Rangers encouraging him to do that or if it was more matchup based. But, you know, he's got a good repertoire and, you know, the way he's able to beat righties with uh, his stuff, the, the changeup and the curveball has been fun to watch. I know it'll matter what Montgomery does in August and September and hopefully in October. What do you think his market's going to be like? Because I would love to have old Gumby back here for like a three- or four-year <laughs> contract, but I really haven't thought about or really looked into the numbers. Is he a $20 million a year guy? Is he more of a John Gray contract? Is he $25 million a year? What do you think it's going to take to keep Montgomery here longer than just two months? Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier today, actually, because, you know, his wife – I uh, just finished med school, and she's uh, about to begin a residency. She's going to be a dermatologist, and, uh, you know, it, it's kind of the Mike and Sue Bassick plan, right? One guy's a, a player, the other one's <laughs> yeah. a, a doctor. But I was just thinking, like, I, I wonder. thousands of dollars. He's going to make millions <laughs> of dollars. No, I know. I but rely I was... on my wife being a doctor pretty heavily. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I was thinking, like, you know, you got to really love it with all the school and whatnot if your husband's going to make, you know, whatever he's going to make in the open market if you're still going to practice. But, yeah, I got to believe with his numbers, with his year, uh, and, and, you know, the size, the innings and all that, got to be 15 to 20 a year, right? I, I, that seems like that's it's easily going to be in that target range, maybe even a little bit more. You know, what's funny is I just don't think of it this way. In basketball, your playoff perform, for performance can change your contract tremendously. Does it do it in baseball? Like if a pitcher is like, oh, he's a 15 to $18 million guy. But Montgomery goes out there. The Rangers make it to the ALCS. He has four playoff starts, and he goes 3-1 and one with a 2-3 ERA. Like, does all of a sudden teams go, no, we're going to $25 million now? I think 100%. I think the most recent example, wow. maybe this isn't the best example, but it's the most recent I can think about is Zach Eflin. Uh, you know, Tampa, they gave him the biggest free agent contract they've ever given, and he wasn't even, you know, a premier player for the Phillies, but he performed really well in the postseason. I, You know, I don't know that this is like Jerome James-level type stuff. You have teams that just get duped, you know, like you do in the NBA, but I do think that playoff performance does uh, play a role for sure. Thank you very much. Good, sir. Jared, always appreciate all the info you bring Bye, us. Bye, buddy. See you guys.
There you go. Jared Sandler right here on 105.3 The Fan. Rangers get the sweep, yay or nay? Uh, yes. Sure. Oh, my God. He thinks no. He hates Gumby. That's what I'm hearing. All right. Well, why do I have a bad feeling? You talk. All right. (laughs) I I hope that they do. We're wrapping up our show, but don't forget the specials continue at Men's Tea Clinic. We're especially partial to this 121 spot in Frisco. We will be back tomorrow. Full show back in the studio, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. KNC right here on 105 through the fan. Say goodnight, Kevin. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.